the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Monday, September the 20th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. Today on September 20, 2001, during an address to the joint session of Congress, President George W. Bush announced a new cabinet-level office to fortify Homeland Security. It was called Homeland Security. He named Pennsylvania governor, a liberal, Tom Ridge, its director. Today in 1519, Portuguese explorer Ferdinand Magellan, he and his crew set out from Spain. They had five ships. They were looking for a western passage to the Spice Islands. Magellan was killed en route, but one of his ships eventually circled the world. That's why Magellan is given, I guess he still is, he was, given credit in history books, being the first person to circumnavigate the world. He didn't actually do that personally, but one of his ships did. Today in 1784, the first daily publication in America began hitting the streets. First daily. It was called Packet and Daily. We won't go into what that means, but um, I just thought you should know that. The first public daily publication today in 1784. Today in 1881, Chester R. Arthur was sworn in as the 21st president of the United States. He was succeeding the assassinated James A. Garfield. Today in 1952, scientists confirmed that DNA holds hereditary data. Today in 2004, CBS News apologized for a mistake in judgment. That's what they called it. In its story, questioning President George W. Bush's National Guard Service, saying it could not vouch for the authenticity of documents featured in the report. Well, that was the a great understatement. Bush had, in fact, served. Uh, but um, Dan Rather hated Bush. I mean, he just did. And he just went after him. He was the main news guy, the anchor at CBS at that time. He just went after Bush. And he was using... Um, information that turned out to not be verified and not be true at all. And um, to say that it was a mistake in judgment is probably an understatement. It is an understatement, but nonetheless, rather exited CBS soon after that. Ten years ago today, repeal of the U.S. military's 18-year-old Don't Ask, Don't Tell compromise took effect. It allowed gay and lesbian service members to serve openly. One year ago today, Democrat presidential candidate Joe Biden, he said the Republican effort to approve a replacement for the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg before the November election was, quote, an abuse of power. He said voters should pick the president who would pick the justice. Donald Trump did not bow to that. He appointed or nominated Amy Coney Barrett. She is today sitting on the Supreme Court. If you want to 
talk about abuse of power, I think probably Joe Biden could teach us all something. We see that playing out daily before our eyes. We live in perilous times. There's no question about that. These are upside-down times. Good is considered evil, and evil is considered good so often in our culture today. It's interesting. There's a scripture in 1 Kings that I want to share with you this morning. Blessed be the Lord that hath given rest unto his people Israel. According to all that he promised, there hath not failed one word of all his good promise. He has never not kept a promise. He has promised to be with us, to keep us, to sustain us, and to receive us unto himself when we exit this life. Paul would write in Romans chapter 8, verse 31, a verse that many of us have read, probably can quote, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? It's interesting that he wrote those words at a time when Nero was going crazy. He was out of control. In fact, during these times in the Roman Empire, as it collapsed, it is said, Josephus wrote about it. It's not in the Bible, but Josephus wrote about those times. And he's very um, respected historian of that time. There's several of them. He's one of them. But he wrote in those times when Paul the Apostle was saying, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? What was going on during those periods of time is that Nero was out of control, yet in power, sort of. And he would take off all of his clothes. He would get in his chariot and ride up and down the streets of Rome naked. He would also have Christians arrested, have them dipped in wax, their whole body, alive, and then hang them on streetlight posts and light them on fire. While they were burning, these Christians, horrible, horrible death, while they were burning, he would ride in his chariot and yell at the top of his voice, Ye are the light of the world. Ye are the light of the world. Give that some thought when you think things are tough for us. They are. We're a lot of difficulties today. We're facing a lot of challenges. But our brothers and sisters in Christ who came before us experienced things we have not even considered. So, blessed be the name of the Lord. Even America's far-left media, the complex... <laughs> has abandoned President Biden's claims that the border is closed. They're beginning to express concern. The media, I don't mean Fox News, I mean the media, the far left media. The Washington Post is trying to prop up the president. They were quick to publish that President Biden is, quote, preparing to send plane loads of migrants, illegal aliens, back to Haiti starting as soon as Sunday. Sunday would have been yesterday's Sunday. Department of Homeland Security says they will not discuss the details, but the DHS spokesperson, this Marcia Espinoza, she says we have reiterated 
that our borders are not open and people should not make this dangerous journey. Yet 15,000 people showed up in the last couple of days from Haiti and elsewhere, mostly from Haiti, in buses right up to the border. They knew that the borders aren't really closed, but Biden has to say that just to calm things down and be on the record as saying the borders are closed. They're not closed. So why do they keep coming? Well, this morning on Fox and Friends, it's airing as we speak. I saw the, I observed the earlier edition of it on the East Coast. No, don't go turn on your TV. Just stay with me, okay? But anyway, it's it's on about now, I think. But Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson, he's on there this morning on uh, Fox's uh, Fox and Friends. He really took off on this issue. And we're just talking about now as it's happening, I mean, as we speak. But he was talking about this Biden administration stopping this group of 15,000 Haitian immigrants that showed up the latest in tens of thousands that are flocking to our borders. Paxton said the message illegal immigrants have gotten from day one of President Joe Biden's presidency was that they were welcome to come to the border. We just heard from the secretary who said we sent a very clear message. The border is open, he said. This is the attorney general of Texas, which has the biggest border, as you know, southern border. And yet that's not the message they're getting, is it? He said to Steve Ducey on Fox and Friends. No, Paxson replied, that is not the message they have sent. From day one, President Biden said they're welcome to come here. We will not deport you. And that message was sent loud and clear. And Haitians have been given special protection. They are not being deported, the ones that are already here. So the administration has even told them, you know, the ones that are here, we are not deporting. So that message has gotten through. And that's why you see the picture on the border with thousands of people waiting to get in it. Well, you do indeed. And I wrote an article about that today. I want to share a part of that with you. He added, I mean, there is a reason that the Haitians are here. He invited them by giving them that special protection. And that message got sent through the community. And that's why we saw so many show up so quickly. That's the type of message he's been sending since day one of this administration. He's absolutely right. That is the message that they're sending. And this thing was so massive, these 15,000 Haitians. And let me pause. My pastor's heart wants to tell you, these people need help. And we should be helping them. But this isn't helping them. This is hurting them. And it's hurting America. And that is not what scripture teaches. The Bible does not teach in regards to national sovereignty and borders and immigration and versus illegal immigration. What Biden is claiming in his devout Catholic faith, and so is Nancy Pelosi, both are hypocrites, and they are called that by their own church. That's not my assessment. That's the Catholic Church's assessment on a number of issues, certainly abortion, but on immigration, they again are standing in absolute resistance to scripture. They keep coming because as the attorney general of Texas is saying on the television, as we speak, they've been given the message. Come on down. Come on up. You're going to get in. We'll take care of it. Oh, yes. And we'll register you to vote as well. Yes, they are. That message is all through this migrant communities, Central America, 
South America, Asia in some cases, now Haiti. Of course these people need help. Look at them. Your heart goes out to them. Thousands of people camping under a bridge there in Del Rio, the International Bridge. It's it's pathetic. I mean, it's just gut-wrenching and heartbreaking. But they know that the border isn't really closed, and if, even if they're sent home. And yes, the president has started some airplanes flying them out of here, taking them to some South American countries, and some they're returning. But that's just a show, because that isn't really where this president is coming from. I mean, I'm just saying that's his philosophy, his message is contrary to what he's doing right now, but he has to do it. Even the media is turning on this president. In fact, this morning, uh, or yesterday, I'm sorry, it was yesterday on Sunday, NBC, they're bailing on him. Chuck Todd, there has not been a more loyal supporter. He's the anchor of the CBS, their main news show. He's, in fact, political director of NBC. He said yesterday that President Joe Biden appeared to be facing down a pretty big credibility crisis. And man, they I mean, he's been their guy. And they're all backing. They're pushing away. I mean, they're saying we can't take any more of this. He was talking to Willie Geist on Sunday today, yesterday on, on MSNBC, the, their news channel of NBC. And Geist asked uh, Todd, Chuck Todd, how is the White House managing all this? What do you expect to hear from the president at the U.N. on Tuesday? President Biden speaks at the U.N. tomorrow. And um, Chuck Todd responded. He said, I think he's got a pretty big credibility crisis on his hands because of all of these problems. I'm quoting him in some ways showed up after he said something basically the exact opposite. Well, he lied. I mean, that's what they're saying. And he did. He does. He just tells a lie when he knows better. Because he's the only thing he's ever done in his life is be in politics, 50 years. I mean, I'll tell you. But it's interesting how the discrepancies become so vivid over time. These are the people who just fought tooth and nail to get rid of Trump, and particularly to stop him from building this wall along our southern border. And yet, what did they do when they thought a bunch of demonstrators might disrupt their deep state operation in Washington, D.C. over the weekend? They built a wall. Well, it's a fence. It's a cyclone fence. All last week, the press warned us that the demonstration scheduled for Washington, D.C. on Saturday, day before yesterday, was to honor those who were arrested in regard to the January 6th insurrection as they call it, that's a quote, the greatest threat to our country and our freedom was captured in a picture that I shared in an article I wrote today at faithandfreedom.us. We've been doing this for a number of years now, and it goes out and it's read widely, and I'm humbled. But it shows the picture of our capital in the background, and it shows this crew of construction workers putting up these panels of cyclone fans, great big fans, very solid, well-built fence. Kind of like President Trump used to call the wall on our southern border. A wonderful, beautiful wall. The greatest threat to our nation is building of a fence or a wall to protect the elites from the people 
by the very people who claim they don't believe in walls. I mean, put that together. If you can't, you can. They say one thing at one point, whatever it happens to be, they say something very different at a different point. There was more press than participants at this demonstration. Those in attendance were generally at this, you didn't hear about it. There was nothing to report. They showed up. I mean, there was a group of them, probably, I don't know, a thousand or less, maybe 700. And it was never planned to be rowdy. I looked at that thing, I mean, very carefully yesterday because they kept saying there's going to be thousands trying to storm the Capitol and all this stuff. They went on and on all last week. I didn't talk about it much on this program because there wasn't much to say other than just to quote them. And I, I thought, could, is this true? I mean, I I didn't think it probably was. It wasn't. I looked at the people there, and honestly, most of them that were in attendance were kind of young adults, you know, 25 to 40-ish looking. I mean, there were others, younger and older, but most of them were that. They were, it was a warm day, a hot day, I guess, in D.C., on on um, on that day but they were wearing cuffs summer shorts you know knee like you play golf in golf shirts three hundred dollar pairs of sunglasses hardly dressed for war they were running around there talking to each other kind of a social event the press had lied about this event they said they had evidence that it was going to be an insurrection they were going to try to storm the capitol again on behalf of donald trump And people heard this and people believed it. But it's not true. The Biden administration is claiming they will be sending plane loads of illegal migrants back to Haiti as soon as Sunday, yesterday. However, they will not discuss details. It's kind of a secret mission that they're doing. DHS says they will be accelerating the pace and increasing capacity of removal flights to Haiti and other destinations in the hemisphere within the next 72 hours. They said that on the this weekend. So we're just about at the 72-hour point now. This spokesman, Espinoza, she told the press this weekend, quote, we have reiterated that our borders are not open and people should not make the dangerous journey. She added, quote, irregular Migration poses a significant threat to the health and welfare of border communities and to the lives of the migrants themselves. Well, I would add, that's true, partially. But I would add it, it's a detriment to the health of our nation as well. Irregular migration does pose a significant threat to the health and welfare. Reports say that between 10 and 25% of illegal border crossers are COVID-19 positive. If they're so concerned about this spread, and they should be in elected office, why are they just letting these people in by the masses, and now they've chosen to to focus on or identify the Haitians because they came in such numbers overnight, caught them off guard? Why are they now deporting them to just for show? This is going to die down. They're not going to continue with an aggressive border policy. Because their policy is open borders, it's not closed borders. And 10 to 25% of illegal border crossers are positive with COVID-19. Border officials reported Friday that over 9,000 migrants are waiting to be processed under that Del Rio International Bridge. From Friday till today, it's now 15,000 migrants under this bridge. 
Representative Tony Gonzalez, he's a Republican from the area, he told the press that the migrants who arrived at the border in busloads arrived with instructions from WhatsApp. I mean, people are feeding them instructions, go here, go there, on their, on their iPhones. It's organized, highly organized. It's amazing. Gonzalez is asking the Biden administration to reinstate the Remain in Mexico Trump policy. But Biden doesn't want to do that because it was Trump's policy. He doesn't care about the nation, first and foremost. He cares about Trump, first and foremost. <clears throat> this Democrat county judge, Lewis Owens, he said 10 buses arrived in just one night. Even he, he's a Democrat. He's calling for Trump's policy to be reinstated. Nope, we can't do it. If it was Trump's policy, no, we will not do that. Owen said nobody has ever seen something like this here in terms of scale. This crisis is unfolding as we speak today. 15,000 under the Del Rio International Bridge as it crosses the Rio Grande. Who would have ever thought America would get to this point? I mean, this sounds like a third world country, except we are an exceptional nation, blessed of God. Pew Research reported on August 13th that migrant encounters at U.S.-Mexico border are at a 21-year high. 21 years. I put a graph in my article today at faithandfreedom.us from Pew. It shows, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, the visual of it is more impactful than even my words. I mean, it's unbelievable. They note that the U.S. border had reported nearly 200,000 encounters of migrants trying to enter illegally in July 2021, the highest since March of 2000. What this president has and is allowing to happen is not only unacceptable, it's unthinking, and it's unmoral. It's unthinkable and it's immoral. Yet open borders is always presented by the news media as moral response and by the religious left, Jim Wallace and all of the people that follow him, including some self-identified evangelicals, his sojourners organization, they always, always identify this, this chaos as compassionate, biblical. And by the political leftist progressives, it's always politically correct. It's none of those things. It's a big lie. Back in March of this year, Biden's Homeland Security Secretary, Alondro Mayorkas, he told NBC's Meet the Press the border is closed. <laughs> On September 26, 2020, Democrat nominee Joe Biden told MSNBC that President Trump is like Joseph Goebbels, he repeats his lies just like the Nazi propagandists did in the 1930s and 40s. <laughs> Adolf Hitler and Goebbels, his minister of propaganda, espoused a technique known as the big lie, which involved repeating a colossal falsehood until the public came to believe it was true. Hitler coined the term in his 1925 book, Mein Kampf, that he wrote, I think he wrote that in prison, he said, if you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. But the left now, honestly, in classrooms and elsewhere, say, no, Hitler never said that. They never believed it. The big lie. So the big lie has morphed now to they didn't say that. Well, they did say that. And some of these people are using that tactic. And our president is very aware of it because he keeps talking about it. Clearly, President Biden understands Hitler's principles. I'm not comparing him to Hitler. I'm just saying he understands. But our emperor, our emperor carries on while people suffer on both sides of the border. 
The problem that Biden has now is even the mainstream press has come become the little boy standing watching the emperor ride by his adoring fans. The little boy who didn't understand the principle points his finger and says, look, look, the emperor has no clothes. That's where we are today in America. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8, Moses writes that God ordained independent existence of nations. When the Most High divided to the nations, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8, when the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, which he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of people according to the number of the children of Israel. God sets bounds legitimizing nationhood and national borders, no matter what they say. In Numbers chapter 20 verse and 21, God further affirmed his approval of nationhood, instructing his people to seek permission to cross the territory belonging to the Edomites and the Amorites in their journey to the Promised Land. Moses even offered to pay for the water that they would use and the food their animals would eat while in the host country. He promised to recognize their culture and, quote, this is biblical, and, quote, Turn to and not turn to the right nor to the left, but go right through as a transit. Moses also used the term your country in numbers as he assured the king of Edom good behavior until such time that God's people had crossed his borders. So what about immigration and asylum seeking? Controlling the nation's borders and respecting the borders of other nations is consistent with biblical teaching. Secular progressive political correctness They've overwhelmed this truth with lies. They conformed the thinking of well-meaning people, particularly Americans and Europeans, in recent decades. Illegal entry into a country is not found in biblical teaching. Nowhere. Nowhere. Not even the stranger. In fact, we're taught to adhere to the laws of the country in which we are guests or even strangers. Biblically, each country must decide how it will accept immigrants and refugees, how many, and under what criteria. This is the biblical teaching. In Isaiah chapters 13 through 23, there are prophetic announcements concerning 10 different nations, Babylon, Palestinia, Moab, Syria, Ethiopia, and they're all named. Therefore, there is, it's not sinful or unchristian for those living in certain nations to have distinctly national characteristics. A nation ceases to be a nation if its borders are controlled, and that's exactly exactly what the left, the progressives, want for America. From one blood, God has ordained many nations. Nationhood and seeking God is linked in Paul's teaching. Nationhood actually facilitates evangelism because God speaks to that in the book of Acts. The stranger is not the stranger the way they present the stranger. The stranger was never intended to be charters for mass immigration or uncontrolled migration of refugees. If you look at Galatians 3.28 and other verses, Jim Wallace, Tony Campolo, all of these guys, Al Sharpton, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, all of them, they don't live by the rules they hold and they violate biblical teaching in the name of being compassionate and Christian. That's the dilemma that we find ourselves in today. I could say much more about that, but nonetheless, that's where we are today. Hey, we'll continue this conversation right here tomorrow, but I want to encourage you to, if you believe in what we're doing each day, live, as we originate, please support us. We need it. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 
Thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. I'll look forward to seeing you right here tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.